Welcome to Making Your Impact, a podcast to inspire and equip you to pursue your calling and make your positive impact on the world. I'm your host, Melissa Ike. I have a passion for making an impact, and I also have a passion for helping you make yours. So let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to Making Your Impact. Listen, I know you could be listening to literally millions of podcasts, and the fact that you are choosing to listen to this episode really means a lot to me. So thank you so much for joining me. For those of you who don't know me, I am Melissa Ike. I'm a co-founder and the director of communications and development for The Dragonfly Home, a nonprofit in Oklahoma City that serves survivors of human trafficking. I'm also a writer, speaker, and attorney, and you can learn more about me at melissaike.com. That's melissaeick.com. Today is a special bonus episode. I have never done this before, but I felt just a prompting to record this and share this with you today. If you've listened to this podcast before, then you know it's not a religious podcast. I have expressed parts of my life that have to do with my faith. I I identify as Christian. I'm a follower of Jesus. I, I believe the Bible. I don't want this to be anything that excludes anyone, though, because everybody in the whole world can make a positive difference. Well, the world's going to benefit from anybody following what they feel their calling is, what they're drawn to. So I've spoken about my faith sometimes. Other people who I've had on as guests have spoken about their personal experiences with faith. It um, It's not technically a theme of the show. The theme of the show is, you know, pursuing your calling to make a difference in the world. And I want everybody to be comfortable here. I want everybody to feel that whatever they believe, like this is a safe space for everyone. However, for me personally, um, my faith has been a huge part of making my impact. It is Sunday morning. I just finished attending Life Church online. Life Church is a church here in Oklahoma City that has multiple campuses, and then they also have a robust online community that actually reaches people all over the world. And it's really cool to be a part of that. It's been different being a part of an online community, and it's really cool and different. And I know that I'm participating in that for a reason. And uh, what I heard today in the sermon, I will just tell you this, as the online service was wrapping up, I just knew in my heart that I needed to walk from my living room into my little DIY recording studio and talk about what I heard today. Of course, I respect it's totally up to you if you want to listen to it or not. Um, If anything, I can just talk to you about this is me just telling you about my personal experiences. Usually I've got notes all written out and I've really put a lot of time and and effort into thinking about what I'm going to say. This is quite spontaneous. So, but so the the theme of today's sermon, they're doing a series right now. This is Pastor Craig Grishel and he's doing a series on dangerous prayers. Basically this idea of praying for bold things, um, things that can take us out of our comfort zone. Today's was asking God to speak to us and listening for that voice, that leading. And it's not necessarily, he told a story about, uh, this is from the Old Testament, so a long, long time ago, but about a little boy um, who God spoke to audibly. His name was Samuel. 
it kind of told that story from scripture uh, as a way to say, like, you know, if you are if you believe this, if you're a part of this faith and you you believe that that God can speak to us. And then part of being a Christian as well, you may know this or you may not. So I'll just explain. Part of being a Christian is when you're like, OK, I'm going to go ahead and make this decision to follow Jesus. Part of that is you believe that um, you may have heard it referred to as the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost, that his spirit comes to dwell within us, to comfort us, to guide us, lead us, give us wisdom and speak to us in different ways. And uh, that uh, what I've experienced with that is usually this kind of prompting. Some might call it like a gut kind of like this gut feeling or your conscience. People refer to it in different ways. For me, I've experienced really specific leading that I can really distinguish between my own ideas and uh, what I feel is God's spirit speaking to me. One way that I know the difference is that it always brings peace. So even when that speaking kind of there right within my heart when it's happening could be something that seems big or scary or like something that maybe I don't want to do. It is accompanied with this piece that just doesn't make any sense. I've talked, I've talked on this podcast about God calling me to law school. I'm pretty sure I have. And I was like, that seems like a terrible idea. And I fought it for like a year and a half. Um, but then ultimately the only thing that brought me peace was following that voice. And that has been this pattern throughout my entire life. Uh, the Bible says if you ask for wisdom, God will give it to you. And it also says that you can let peace. I like this version that says, let peace be the umpire of your heart. I like that visual because the umpire makes the calls, right? Like out or safe, like Ball. I'm trying to think of like baseball terms. You know, it's the it's the umpire that makes the call of what's going to happen next. So if peace is the umpire of your heart and the thing, whether you're religious or not, I feel like this is a good practice. If it brings you peace in your heart, um, like that's kind of like a good thing to follow. It's kind of like in other terms, if you've ever seen Lord of the Rings or read it, you know, they're down in these caves, the bowels of the earth. And Gandalf the wizard. See, I'm going from sports metaphors to nerdy metaphors. You get everything here. Um, Gandalf the wizard doesn't remember which way to go because it's been a really long time since he's been there. And then all of a sudden, he's just sitting there chatting it up with Frodo. And he's like, oh, I know which way to go. And Frodo's like, which way? And he's like, oh, I just realized that the smell from, they've got like three doors before them. The smell from this passageway doesn't smell as bad. He's like, you could always trust your nose. And I'm like, that's kind of analogous, right? Like what what brings peace, what smells fresher, like that's just kind of a good indication of a way to follow. So in this sermon today, um, Craig Rochelle, Pastor Craig, was talking about some ways that we can hear God's voice. So um, the dangerous prayer that he suggested today was, speak, Lord, I'm listening. So if we're trying to determine um, how we should make our impact. Maybe we're in the midst of making our impact and we're like, okay, what way do I go next? 
Um, I was just speaking with a friend of the podcast, Shayla Raquel, just last night, who is feeling a prompting. She mentioned it on the Galentine's episode, feeling a prompting to do something totally different. And it's, it's just like such a 180 from what she's been doing. And so she's trying to like determine what, how do I do this? Do I do this? The first recommendation that was said in the sermon today was to be still. And you hear that a lot in culture today from people who are trying to encourage us to kind of shut out the noise, block it out. Like you have to make such an intentional decision to block out the noise. I'm hearing the noise of someone's loud, rumbly car right now. And that's something that can definitely take me, take me out of stillness. <laughs> If I was going to be still, though, when that was happening, I'd just toss on some noise-canceling headphones with some uh, gentle rain noise, and that can that can help. But so this idea of being still and just, like, listening, you can interpret that how you want. For me, when I have taken a moment to be still, and for me, I'm talking to God and asking him to lead me, that has worked in my life uh, one really specific example is when I was trying to decide which bar exam to take. And I still don't know what the point of this is, guys. Maybe I'll never know. Maybe it was God just looking to see how far I would go in trusting him. This was back in 2011. Now it's 2020. And I have had to trust him with starting Dragonfly and everything that that entails. I have had to take some really big risks and steps of faith. So maybe it was just him like getting me used to it. I don't know. But I had this feeling that I should take the Virginia bar exam. I'm like, that's ridiculous. Let's say this was like a Sunday night. I'm like, should I take the Oklahoma bar exam? Should I take the Iowa bar exam? It was my last semester of law school. Got to make this decision. And and I felt this kind of voice in my heart like Virginia. I'm like, no, no, that's very silly. Never even been to the place. And I ignored it. I was like, Oklahoma or Iowa. Went on with my week. And what I remember, I well, I don't remember anything specific about that week, but I remember how I felt all week. It was the opposite of peace. It was turmoil in my heart and just like trudging through the week. And I just remember the feeling. I remember getting to Friday and walking out of the law school and thinking to myself, why was this week so bad? Nothing bad happened this week. It was a perfectly fine, perfectly normal week. Nothing bad happened, but I just feel awful inside. Do, 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 do. Go back to my apartment, hanging out that night. Kind of forget about it. That night, I um, it occurs to me that I'm still feeling that way. So I'm like, all right, all right, I'm going to do something about this. Sit down on my couch and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to be still here for a minute, just going to be still. And it was so quickly that I remembered the question I'd asked, Oklahoma or Iowa bar exam? And the answer came, Virginia. And I was like, okay, okay, all right, okay, okay. And in that moment, it would be months before I took the Virginia bar exam, but in that moment, I surrendered to that. I'm like, what am I going to tell my parents <laughs> who were totally supportive of it? But I'm like, that makes no sense. I ended up having one of my good friends in law school also take the Virginia bar exam, which was pretty cool because I had a buddy to travel with and study with. But like in that moment, on that January evening, that peace flooded in the moment I decided to just yield to that. 
Uh, by the way, I did go on then to take both the Iowa and the Oklahoma bar exams. So it was just a matter of timing. But I will tell you repeatedly, th- repeatedly throughout my life, this idea of being still has worked for me. I mean, every time without fail. And I will say that, like, I don't do that as often anymore. It was a regular practice. And I think that if you're someone who is driven to make your impact, I think that this is common. In fact, I have heard this from people who I know who are driven to make their impact. Man, they get the thing they're supposed to do and they just go for it. And you're working and you're and you're I mean, if you're someone like me, if I'm not working on dragonfly stuff and I'm not working on writing or the podcast, then I am working at um, my chores and my systems that I've developed to make my life as productive as possible. I'm working hard at that. I'm being really uh, diligent in those things. And and then if I'm if I'm not doing that, it's like we've talked about this. You can engage in intentional self-care. And if you don't, then it's so easy to, as I have done, watch many seasons of Project Runway on Hulu because it's just like the easiest thing to just like put on the TV while I'm doing something else. And then it just sucks you in. And so there's no, there uh, unless you're really, really intentional, there's no stillness. I'm looking, I'm scrolling through my phone, looking at social media, but you have to seek out that, that stillness. And I just know, I'm just like confessing to you, that's not a regular practice in my life. It hasn't been as often. It's been um, very sporadic probably since starting Dragonfly. I'm still in the moments, like if we're a group together or like today while I'm watching the sermon, I'm like, oh yes, he had a moment for us to just be still. I was like, yes, yes, very good idea. Uh, But then taking that step myself, it's just not as regular a practice as it used to be. And then he takes it like the next step he takes is saying uh, like there are different ways that God will speak to us if if that's something that you are interested in pursuing um, specifically, um, he mentioned that God will speak through his word. Okay, so that means through the Bible and you're, when you're a Christian. So I will say, I was like, huh, that's interesting because I've been doing a devotional um, since the beginning of the year about King David. And this last week, what I read was talking about how God has, uh, how God will fight for me, how he cares for me, how He's holding me and carrying me through and equipping me to fight my, to fight, not against myself, but equipping me for me, myself to fight, to keep going back out, to stay strong. And that's what all last week was about. And I read it and I was like, wow, that's really cool. That's super encouraging. And then kind of forgot about it, but I'm like, maybe I need to be still and think about that. I I realized that one thing I think is, If I'm just being still, I expect, even though this is not how God has been with me, I expect him to just tell me everything I'm doing wrong. I'm really hard on myself. I don't know if you're familiar with the Enneagram, but I am a classic one perfectionist. I'm like, oh man, I, if I'm still, God's just going to be like, yeah, you know what? You're not doing enough. You're not doing things correctly. You're not... Uh, living up to my expectations of you. Listen, when I've experienced if there's something that I'm doing that is contrary to what God would have me do, when he's convicting me of that, when he's kind of bringing that like, hey, 
you know, it's so gentle. It's so loving. It's shining a gentle light on something that I could correct, that some like to alter my course, to guide me back to what I'm supposed to do. I realized that when I was listening to this sermon today, I'm like, well, that's not right. That's myself getting in my own way. So that's that's what I was thinking about today. He talks about how God speaks through people. God speaks through circumstances. Like I mentioned speaking with my friend Shayla last night. And when I when I was driving home from her house, how encouraged I felt. And I was like, yeah, man. And I really, really love talking with someone about their calling and practical ways to pursue that. What can we brainstorm together? How can we overcome barriers? How can we go about this in the most efficient and effective way? And I'm like, oh, I really enjoyed that. And then I was like, oh, that's literally what this entire podcast is about. So good. It's almost like I'm on the right path doing this podcast. And then um, this whole deal about God speaking through circumstances. And I was just telling Shayla about this last night as well. So in terms of God shutting doors that we keep trying to go through and trying to go through and we can't get through. If you're a person of faith um, who identifies as Christian, who believes the Bible, you might be like, oh, um, maybe this is not the path I'm supposed to go. And I'll tell you, I had a number of friends who don't really ascribe to any religion who have felt that way. And, and so like for me, when I graduated law school, I spent two years, I had graduated with honors, editor of the law review, passed the bar exam, had all kinds of qualifications and references. It should have been very easy for me to get a job as a lawyer. It had never been my plan. I had never wanted to do that. I didn't know why God had called me to law school, but you graduate law school and you're like, this is the thing I do now. I apply for jobs as a lawyer. I also got them student loans coming right up. And people, no one would even interview me. Two years, I went through this. It was devastating. It brought me to what I can identify now as the lowest point of my life. And then this whole deal with human trafficking is like like coming into my heart more and more and I can't get away from it. But I'm like, what is that? That's nothing. I can't do anything about that. I can't do something about that now for sure. I got to get a job as a lawyer, y'all. So almost exactly two years after I graduate law school is when I finally, and I think I've talked about this on the show, finally at my lowest point, tell my parents like my dad asks me point blank, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I want to be a speaker about human trafficking. <laughs> They're like, oh, well, you've never mentioned this before. I'm like, right, because as far as I knew, that wasn't actually a thing. I'm like speaking about something that doesn't exist. Like how on earth am I going to do that? So after two years of just doors being shut in my face, Suddenly, I'm like, okay, I'm going to yield to this thing. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't know what it could possibly look like. Just going to start taking step after step. About three months later, the doors flung open. I took my first step to actually doing something to fight human trafficking, a card-making party where my friends and I wrote encouraging messages 
and sent them off to an organization in Eastern Europe for survivors of sex trafficking to hopefully read and be encouraged by. And I took that step three months later and the doors flew open. And from May 2013, not even fully three years later, we had founded Dragonfly. So exactly, let's say exactly three years later, we had founded Dragonfly. I was building the website. I was building like our social media, like things were in full swing. We are starting to fundraise. I went from not even knowing what it was that I was saying to fully doing the thing. And I had already been doing it. I mean, like, let's say even less than one year after that, do you know what I was doing? I was going around speaking about human trafficking on behalf of the first organization I got involved with, going to churches, going to law conferences as a lawyer. So being a lawyer has certainly come in handy, just hasn't looked the way I thought. So like both sets of circumstances and just stark contrast between the door being shut and the the doors being open. That spoke to me so much. And then finally, um, kind of what I've already mentioned a little bit in the sermon, uh, Pastor Craig talked about how God will speak through his Holy Spirit. That is a tenet of Christianity, uh, of the Bible, that he comes to dwell within your heart and to lead and to to comfort um, in all of these different ways. And so like when people talk about listening for, for God's voice, it can happen in all of these different ways. Um, and then the second thing, I'm going to be real honest with you. I'm pretty sure he had three points today. And I'm realizing now I only have two written down, um, probably because this next one was to be willing to, you know, um, surrender and be like, what do you want to show me today? What should today hold? And trusting that uh, he'll lead us in that moment. One thing he mentioned, and it's funny because this spoke to my concern that I'd had earlier He said, be sure to be current in what God has already led you to do. And I'm like, okay. And so I kind of like in that moment, this is probably why I missed point number three. I just kind of got quiet and I was like, okay, well, what he, what has he led me to do to continue to be bold and just go after things for Dragonfly to, to pursue that with boldness and zeal Okay, I'm like, okay, well, well, I mean, I can always grow in that, but I think I'm doing that. To write. I'm like, okay, I can do more writing, but I actually do quite a bit. And the podcast, I'm like, all right, check, check, check. Okay, okay. Well, kind of being quiet with him, I'm like, I, I think that I'm hitting all those boxes. And and then uh and then Pastor Craig said he will lead you one good way to know if he is calling you to something, if it's really him is that it'll be something that you feel completely unqualified for. And I actually wrote in my journal, LOL, he has only called me to things I feel unqualified for. Everything, it seems like, oh gosh, if not every day, that's probably an exaggeration. Every month, uh, every week on a quarterly basis, I'll be called to do something or need to do something at Dragonfly. And I'm like, all right, don't know how I'm going to do that. Definitely did not feel qualified to write a book about my life. Definitely did not feel qualified to start a podcast. So yeah, I totally get that. So I guess there is also a third point that I didn't write down, but I think this is the gist of it. And so why did I want to share this with you today? I honestly like, well, I'll tell you why. Because they played a song and we were supposed to just be still during the song. 
And I did that. And what I heard in my heart was to go into my recording studio and share this with you immediately. Guys, I haven't even had breakfast yet today. I was getting it ready. I was watching my sermon and and then I felt this prompting. So that's often what that feels like. This prompting to just not do that yet. Just sit down and listen to this. So I did. And then as soon as it was over, I walked in here with my journal where I'd written my notes and started recording this. So why? I don't know. And you know what? I don't have to know. That's the thing with with this kind of thing when if you're if you're led to do something, you just you might not always know. I got called to law school in December 2005. So 14 some years later, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I can see now different ways that God has already used that. And as time goes on, he just continues to use it in ways that I could not have predicted. It was a total step of faith. I remember sitting, this was maybe six months after graduating law school, sitting in my bed and just weeping because I'm like, I don't understand what's going on. Why is this not happening for me? Um, And you know what? God had already told me what to do. He had told me that writing was going to be a part of it. I'm like, pish posh. That that can't be anything. That that can't be it. He had also put human trafficking on my heart for probably a year and a half by then. I'm like, no, no, but what's the actual thing I'm supposed to do? So this goes back to, have you already kind of been shown and you're pushing against that? So anyway, speak, Lord, I'm listening is this dangerous prayer. Um, being still, listening to what's going on inside us. That is how I have made decisions, following peace. And that is how I got where I am today. That's my story. And, you know, maybe you're like, that's nice. Okay, I've learned something about this podcast host. Or maybe this is speaking to something inside of you. Maybe this is this example of um, God speaking through people. Who knows? All I know is that I couldn't go on with eating my breakfast of eggs and bacon until I did this and God will do with it what he wants to do with it. And this is the first bonus episode ever of making your impact. And that's uh, for someone like me. I think that's pretty exciting. This is a different format. So I don't have an Instagram shout out. I, I don't have a feature. But you know what? I can come up with a spontaneous question of the up. Let me think here for a second. The question of the ep is just simply, what are you being led to do? What are you hearing in your gut, in your heart, in your spirit? What what is even one thing? You know what? It could be something as simple as you feel led to go to a certain place today. It could be you feel led to go to law school. I mean, it can run the gamut. But what is what is that kind of small voice saying to you, uh, maybe it's something you've been running from. Maybe it's something that you're actively pursuing and you're like, yeah, I'm doing it. Uh, just maybe, uh, maybe take a moment to be still today and think about these things. And with that, I will be back on Wednesday with your regularly scheduled programming. Until then, please subscribe to this podcast to get inspired and remember that the world needs you to make your impact.